Hey writers, welcome to Writing YA with Poppy. I'm Poppy Solomon, an editor and author assistant who specialises in young adult fiction. I created this podcast to start discussions with writers, offer advice on writing, publishing and book marketing and talk about my favourite genre, YA. You can find me on Instagram as Poppy's Vintage Books and LinkedIn under Poppy Solomon. You can also visit my website which I'll link below. I am so happy you're here and I can't wait to talk teen fiction with you today. Let's start. Hello writer, welcome to episode two of Writing YA with Poppy, my new podcast. I'm so excited. My last podcast was, I was really proud of it and I actually, I was so nervous to do it, but I actually really enjoyed making it. So I'm really excited to keep going, do some more podcasts and hopefully keep growing, bring some guests on eventually and just have a really fun time with it and I hope you guys enjoy it. So today we're talking about first page mistakes that novel writers make. So the first page of the novel is the hardest you'll write and it's the most important page. So you have to hook the reader, you have to introduce your main character, introduce the setting, the stakes, create an emotional connection with the reader and set up the story that's going to follow. And that's, that is so much to do in probably 150 to 250 words, maybe not even that much. So there are a lot of beginner mistakes that writers make because they don't successfully do all of those things that I just said, the introducing your book and hooking the reader are the main things. So the reader, if they're picking it up off the shelf, flicking through and reading the first page to decide whether they're going to read or buy it, you want them to decide yes or no. And well, you don't want every reader because it's not for every reader, but you want to hook your reader there. You want to prove to people who will love your story that they will love your story. And if your first page doesn't really show off how great your story is, then the reader isn't going to pick it up and you've missed an ideal reader who might love the rest of it, but you just didn't get that first impression. So let's talk about some mistakes and what you can do instead. So the first mistake we're going to talk about is having a cliche first line or something that's mundane or boring. So like I just said before, that first impression is so important and the first line is the first impression of your first impression. It is the most important part to get right. It's your hook. So if the reader's flipping through your book in a shop, deciding whether they're going to buy it or not, just like I said, this first line tells them whether they're going to keep reading or not. So it has to immediately make your reader think or, or understand exactly what's going on and be drawn in. It's it's a hook. You want them to really, really think, oh my gosh, I have to know what happens next, or I love this voice, or I love this idea. So if your first line is something really just mundane, like she woke up, or he sat down in his chair, or they got in the car to go to work, you've just completely lost your chance to engage the reader, unless of course the point is to be mundane. So if your hook is commonly used, just like a regular thing that happens in day-to-day life or it's some sort of cliche you're telling your reader that the work isn't really creative or interesting or engaging and you don't have a strong narrative voice because well it's just a little bit boring and I know in the rest of your book there will be things like that those little things like yeah she probably woke up and he probably sat down in his chair and those things can work in other scenes but in that first page it is so important to get that right And it's so important to be as engaging as possible. So you want to focus on things that really, really establish the voice and make an emotional connection and tell the reader exactly who the character is, exactly what the setting is and the stakes are. All pretty much 
in one line and of course that's pretty much impossible but here is where you start to build all those things up so you have to sort of set the stakes in one line so a first line let's say you're writing some sort of book with a lot of action in it and the first line is she punched him in the face Um, that immediately tells the reader that there's going to be action and immediately launches them in and engages them like why has she punched him in the face who is she in him Um, or something like I just got fired Uh, you know I just got fired from my job that's a pretty interesting first line as well because that's you know that's a pretty terrible thing to happen so it's starting in the action it's starting in something that's going to tell us about the story something exciting and engaging and gives you a connection. Uh, It doesn't obviously have to be as intense as getting fired or getting punched in the face, um, (laughs) I hope, Uh, but any kind of action that sort of suggests the plot, the world, the character, or a line that just in some way intrigues the reader and just shows off your voice, that is going to be the best hook for your story. So you want to create that emotional reaction with the reader immediately. You want them to maybe empathize with the main character or leave them on a cliffhanger or create exciting action anything like that it just engages the reader so much more than a cliche or a boring first line so mistake number two is info dumping in the first page i mean really you don't want to info dump anywhere sometimes it's necessary but in the first page info dumping is probably the worst thing that you can do because like i was saying before we want to throw the reader into action and info dumping means they're getting information and there's not an emotional connection. There's not anything that's making them feel excited or interested or emotional in any way. So if you don't know what info dumping is, I'll, I'll give a quick spiel about it. But also I encourage you to do some research on it because it is something that beginner writers can really suffer with, um, suffer with, <laughs> struggle with. Um, so I would just be really careful with info dumping. So Basically, it's the term we use when writers give paragraphs or just lots and lots of information. So they're telling the reader something in an almost textbook-like or essay-like format instead of weaving explanations into action. So let's say you've written a fantasy book and it's got really, really heavy world building. You might be thinking, okay, in this first few pages... I want to set up the world building, tell the reader about the history of the world or why this thing is the way it is or what the room they're in looks like or anything like that or the the background of the character. I want the reader to understand every single thing that's going on. But that's the last thing you want to do because you're just going to bore the reader. And I'm sure that your world building and all those things aren't boring. I'm sure they're incredibly exciting because of course they are. But the reader doesn't want to know about that. They want to make a connection with the character and the action now. They want to be engaged now. So if you start out telling them something that sounds like it's out of a textbook, there is just no emotional connection and they're just going to be bored because, yeah, your world might be really interesting or whatever you're explaining in your info dump might be really interesting, but why should they care if they've got no emotional connection to it? So to establish an emotional connection with the reader and the main character, Tell the reader just a little bit about the character. It doesn't have to be anything big or obvious or life-changing. It just has to be short and fast and create an emotional connection. So maybe you can just show that the character is witty through a line of dialogue or that they're depressed or grieving through 
the way that they see the world in a really grumpy, moody way. Or maybe they have a quality like intelligence or strength. And you can show that through action. You can show that through dialogue or through yeah action. Maybe they are in a fight. Let's bring that in again. She punched him in the face. Well, that obviously is a strong character. So if you're trying to suggest things to the reader about the character, which the reader in the, in the first page, they'll be looking at that thinking, okay, I want to learn about this character. I want to see if I connect with them, if I connect with this story. And maybe if the character punches someone in the face, they think, oh, this is exciting. Maybe they think, oh, I don't like violence. Either way, you're hooking the reader that you actually want to hook because you're telling them about the ongoing story. You're making an emotional connection with them and that actually draws them in just enough to hopefully get them to pick up your book and read it. You also want to establish the stakes and give the reader a hint as to what might happen in the story. So make sure you're building questions within the first page and getting the reader excited about what's to come. So you can start hinting at things. Like I said, don't info dump, but hint at things. So maybe drop in a few little things about the world building, drop in a few little things about the big conflict that's going to come up. So just establish the stakes by just telling just little hints that tell us what's going to come up later on and that way the reader can be intrigued you don't need to tell them everything you just need to hint enough for them to think oh i want to read on like a little mini cliffhanger so if you reveal too much or too little even in the first pages you're just not making your reader excited to read on so while you want to establish what kind of person your main character is and what the stakes are and what the book is dealing with and that is so much um, you also don't want to tell all the secrets. So like I said, these little hints actually help the reader discover things as they go. So don't underestimate your reader. Don't think you need to give them a big info dump for them to follow the story. They're smarter than you think. And usually if they're reading your book, they're used to the genre. So they're used to the conventions. They'll understand the basic things. So a lot of fantasy worlds are very similar. I, I don't want to say similar, but have similar conventions. So Readers are probably going to understand things without you having to go into really, really deep detail and explaining things and exactly how things work. The reader will kind of just know. So don't tell them everything explicitly. Allow them to fill in the gaps and keep them guessing. Keep on hinting. Slowly build things up. Weave the explanations and the descriptions into the action and just let the reader go along for the ride. Don't give them a big info dump. So the third mistake you might make is starting too early in the story and I'm sure you've probably heard of this one before but it is true it happens so often and it's only been a few books I've read that I felt like it started too late in the story where I think oh we really needed a few a bit more background here because they throw us in the deep end a little too quickly but most of the time you don't want to start too early in the character's timeline or the character's day. So one of the awful cliches that so many books uh, used to have, which not so much anymore because, well, because we know it's bad, we know it's wrong, is uh, waking up. So it's the cliche of they wake up and they start their day and it's just, it feels like a really natural place to start, doesn't it? But it's boring. We don't need to know about the character's morning routine unless it actually is important to the story. So maybe the way they're really unbothered they just throw their pants on and leave the house that says a lot about the character because they're a bit disorganized and don't really care about things 
or maybe they're really intricate in their morning routine they have to have this done by 8.15, this done by 8.20 and they brush their teeth for three minutes exactly and everything's all lined up and then that shows that your character is really well organized or pedantic. So those things, yeah, they might help, but if not, cut it all. Start in the action. So rather than starting early on in the story and telling us heaps about the character's background, about their morning routine, about all the boring little things before the inciting incident, I want you to try starting with the inciting incident. I want you to drop us right into an action scene where something vital to the story is happening, where the character's life is just getting turned upside down. Because this is the story. We don't really need to know the before. We can throw that in in flashbacks or in little explanations along the way. But we don't really want to read all the background. We don't really need to know that. So on the first page, like I've been saying this whole time, throw us into action. Give us an emotional connection. Don't just tell us stuff that isn't going to engage us because you can always, always go back to those boring befores. You can always just go back and explain it later. But on the first page, you want to show the reader, look, this is an exciting, engaging book that you're going to love. So I want you to also consider the plot of your book. If you're a pantser especially, it's really easy to start too early or too late or just get a little lost along the way because you don't fully know where your book is going in the first few drafts. So writers often don't realize that they're starting with backstory because they, at, at the time they don't realize it's backstory. It, it seems important. But when you read it through again, find out where the most interesting beginning is, where the things really, really change for the character, where just where it gets interesting, where it gets emotional rather than just being an explanation of what happened before the big thing. So I want you to try starting there and then explaining the other things along the way if you want to keep them or cutting it out if it's not interesting and engaging and just starting out with something that's going to make the reader go, oh, wow, oh, I really, really want to read more. So you can even yeah bring in flashbacks or any exciting ways to tell us about the before of your character, the background of the character, but please don't start at the beginning. Again, it's just like an info dump. It's something that we don't really want to know yet. It's not action, it's not emotional, it might be, but unless it's really changing your reader's life and setting up the whole, sorry, your, your character's life and setting up the whole rest of the story, just, just leave it for now. It's not meant for the first page. So that is all I have to say on first page mistakes. So we talked about having a cliche first line, info dumping and starting too early in the story. So I hope you gained a little bit out of that. I hope that maybe you'll go back and do some edits in your book or maybe you've learned some things. And uh, please, if you've listened to this and you've learned something, please let me know. Come on my social media and leave me a comment or DM me. I'd love to hear from you and tell me about your story. Um, this podcast was definitely a lot shorter than my first one. So <laughs> I hope it was a little easier to listen to because the first one was a lot of information and this one was more of a little bite-sized episode I think and uh, it was a bit easier for me to to record as well so hopefully I'll do more of these short ones because it's just so much easier to get the information in short little bursts but yeah like I said earlier soon I'll be looking for guests just make the podcast a little more interesting than just me talking because it's a it's a little bit boring <laughs> or I hope it isn't but anyway thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening and happy writing Thanks so much for listening to the Writing YA with Poppy podcast. 
To chat with me or to get more writing, publishing and book marketing tips, you can follow me on Instagram, LinkedIn or visit my website. I'll link them all below. See you soon and happy writing.